0: Thank you for taking time to listen to this week's message from First Orlando. You can find even more content, including video archives of this and other past messages at firstorlando.com. And if you're in the Orlando area, be sure to visit us sometime soon. Now, enjoy this podcast from First Orlando. Good morning, let me add my special welcome and happy Mother's Day. To my mom watching, happy Mother's Day to you. I love you. To my mother-in-law who's over here in the room, thank you for giving me the blessing of your daughter who made you a mama the first time. I am grateful that she is now the mother of my children. So happy Mother's Day to every single one of you. And friends, I have no clue what it feels like to be a mother as we have shared, but here's what I do know. If I just take a, a, a moment to think about in my own household, my wife works outside of the home, She loves our two little girls. She works all day. Sometimes she gets called out in the middle of the night because of her job to go and deliver babies at the hospital. She's exhausted. And over the course of the last six weeks, our three-year-old has decided that she doesn't know how to sleep anymore. (laughs) To my uh, advantage, my three-year-old doesn't like me very much. And so... She comes into the room, busts open the door, and tries to slide into the bed right next to my wife. It's her favorite spot. I left this morning, and my daughter had a smile on her face as she had both arms wrapped around my wife. It's exhausting to be a mom. It's even more exhausting in this season that we've been in. Zio may have shared even a little bit at the opening that moms have taken on, it seems like even more responsibility right now, learning how to be homeschool parents or online uh, teachers, homeschool uh, teachers, and feeling the pressure of having to figure out how to work, even if you work outside the home, if it's coming back into the home, maybe your spouse is working at home, you're trying to figure out all the different spaces, and kids will be kids, you're exhausted. And it's not just physical, friends. It's okay for us to admit in this season that there's a a mental and an emotional and a spiritual hit that has been taken on how we feel and what we're experiencing together. And so this morning, in the few minutes we have left, I just want to offer a word of encouragement from Jesus himself. That you can find rest for your weary soul in Jesus We're going to be in Matthew chapter 11 if you have a copy of God's word and can turn there or it's going to be on the screen. Matthew chapter 11, beginning in verse 28 through 30. Jesus is speaking to people and he calls them very specifically out. If you're weary, if you're tired of laboring and toiling in your heavy burden, listen to what he says. Matthew chapter 11, starting in verse 28. He says, come to me, all who labor And are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He goes on to tell us Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and and my burden is light. Friends, I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but I know that I do. Moms especially, I want you to latch on to this and hear our heart cry for you this morning. You can find rest in Jesus. Now I know, is Jesus going to come and babysit the kids so you can have a nap? I know that's what you really want. Oh, but the weariness of our souls, friends, we need to come to Jesus. So what do we do? How can we experience this rest that Jesus has promised? What can we do? And Jesus simply says, come to me. I don't want you to get lost in the simplicity of the statement because it's a massive statement from Jesus. He's saying, don't come to this place or don't come to that person over there. Don't come to this plan or this program. He says, come to me. You see, Jesus doesn't outsource the giving of rest. Jesus is the source of rest. Who can experience this rest? Jesus said all who are laboring and are heavy laden. In the context of Matthew chapter 11, Jesus has just told all the people that were around that he's gone from city to city. And he said, Matthew chapter 11 verse 20, he denounced those cities. And he said they wouldn't believe in him. And Jesus is living in a time where the religious leaders had heaped upon the people all of these religious expectations. You have to do 613 different things you can't do here on the Sabbath. You can't do this thing over here. In order to get to Jesus, you have to jump through these hoops. And the people are feeling, feeling the burden and the heaviness of trying to have a right relationship with God. And Jesus says, just come to me. So what does it mean to come to Jesus? What does it look like? Well, in light of what Jesus said to all the cities around who refused to repent. Friends, listen to me. To come to Jesus means that we believe who he is and what he has done. And at the same time, for every single one of us to believe who Jesus is, is also to acknowledge who we are. You and I are not the source of our rest. He is. No matter how hard we may try, no matter how many hours we put in in the workplace, no matter how many times we try to carve up, how many of y'all just kind of plan and say, I'm going to have 15 minutes to do this, and those 15 minutes never show up? They have just get eaten away at all of what life is. And Jesus says, come to me. Believe in me. All the people in these other cities, they wouldn't turn from trusting in themselves. They wouldn't follow me. But you, you who feel the burden, you who feel like the yoke is heavy upon you to jump through hoops, come to me. Oh, friends, I love this for so many reasons. Because Jesus is an offering, a one, two, three step. He's simply saying, come. So what keeps us? What keeps us from coming to Jesus? I think maybe, maybe there's a couple of lies that we tell ourselves or that we listen to. Maybe two sides of the same coin that, that I just want to introduce to you. And maybe, maybe encourage you with to avoid these types of thinking. There, there's the lie of self-defeat. And what happens often in our life, we want to come to Jesus. We say we're going to come to Jesus. And instead of coming to Jesus, we hear from other people, you're not good enough. You better clean up your act. You can't come to Jesus like that quite yet. You better figure it all out and then maybe you can come to Jesus. They set up these expectations and they heap upon us this burden that Jesus never gave to us. And we wind up telling ourselves, I can never come to Jesus if I've got to perform, if I've got to meet all these requirements over here. Friends, the only requirement Jesus said is if you know you are weary and heavy laden, then come to me. Another lie we might believe is is not self-defeat, that somebody puts a burden upon us, some expectation, but but there's also this lie of of self-reliance and self-belief. Right now in in American Christianity, we have best-selling books that tell us things like all you have to do is just wash your face and stop apologizing and reach your dreams and everything will work out. Friends, hear me Clearly. You can attain all the goals that you set as a child, as an adult, and you can still not find rest. Because rest doesn't come through physical accomplishments. It comes through Jesus. We are led to believe by all these best-selling books and overpriced conferences that if you just have enough faith in yourself, if you just pick yourself up and hustle a little bit harder, then you're going to reach a point where everything makes sense. Then you can rest. Oh, friends, you and I have lived long enough to know that that is not true. So if you feel the burdens around you, if you have soul weariness, if you feel exhausted, come to Jesus. And the promise that he gives is that he will give us rest. He is the source of that rest. And I know what you're thinking, Brian, that sounds way too simple. There's gotta be a bait and switch. It's gotta be a phone call for somebody who telling me my warranty on my car is out. Y'all get those? Y'all know what I'm talking about? There, there, there's some type of bait and switch that's about to take place. You're about to tell me when I come to Jesus, he's now gonna make me have to do something and I have to perform and that's when I'll find rest. But I love what Jesus says. Listen to verse 29, Jesus tells us, Take my yoke upon you. There it is, Brian. I told you, it's a bait and switch. Now i got to do something. Now I've got to perform. Now I've got to dance and and tell, tell the world, look at all the things that I've done. And Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, we need to come to Jesus if we want to find rest. But can I I show you something? If we want daily rest, we need to walk with Jesus. Daily rest, walking with Jesus. You see, the imagery that Jesus uses, he says, take my yoke upon you. That would have been a heavy wooden object that would have latched two animals together so that they could do their plowing in the fields, And normally what would happen is that you would attach a weaker animal with a stronger animal, and that stronger animal will guide the weaker animal to show him how to work. And I hear what you're saying. You're saying, well, Jesus is saying, put this big heavy burden on me, and that's not what Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying, if you walk with me, I'll show you and teach you what it looks like to find rest. Why? Because... My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, we are never more free than when we attach ourselves to the person of Jesus Christ. Daily rest comes through daily dependence upon him. Dependence will lead us into obedience and obedience on a daily basis will allow us to experience soul rest. I love the way that Eugene Peterson and his paraphrase of this passage and the message, the way that he writes it. Listen to this. He says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Oh, moms, I know you don't have a lot of time. I know what you're you're thinking is, Brian, I, I can't spend an hour and a half studying God's word. I'm not asking, and I'm not throwing another burden. I'm simply telling you, walk with Jesus. It may be on your ride to school as you drop the kids off, you just clear your mind and listen to some music that, that, that builds you up. Maybe you just pray over your children when you get an opportunity as you walk them to class or as you go into the office, you say, Jesus, today is the day that you've made and I'm going to rejoice in it and I want to walk with you. John in his gospel in John chapter 15 explains the way that Jesus said it then. In John chapter 15, Jesus said this, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Friends, if we want to find rest, we need to come to Jesus. Believe he is who he says he is. Acknowledge that you're not the source of that rest. And then learn to walk with him. Take his yoke upon you. Grab hold of Jesus and his word. And as we sang, just talk to Jesus. And here's what I love even more than all of this. When I think about how hard it is sometimes, that often I may trust Jesus with my eternal security, that I've turned from sin and I've trusted Him to take that burden away. Oftentimes I wake up every single morning, it feels like, and I try to carry all the burden on my own. Do you know what I'm saying? It's the weariness that comes to us in those moments that Jesus is speaking to. Come to me and walk with me. Learn these patterns and rhythms of grace as you grab hold of me. I'll lead you. Why? Because I'm the stronger one in the yoke. Moms, can I just encourage you? You don't have to be strong. Jesus is. You don't have to have it all together because Jesus does. All you need to do is to continue to rest in him, abide in him, walk with him, and he will carry you. Don't know if he'll help you find your toddler's shoes that always go missing when you're late. But if you walk with him, his promise is secure. I will give you rest and you will find rest for your souls. How do we know this? How do we know that this promise is secure? If we want to find rest for our souls, this weariness that we feel, we come to Jesus, we walk with Jesus. But watch this, watch this, watch this. You can trust the heart of Jesus. The only place in the New Testament where Jesus explains and describes his heart, it's right here in this passage. Listen again in verse 29. Listen to what Jesus says. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Why? How? How can I find rest? How can I trust your promises, Jesus? For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus isn't saying that following him and attaching yourself to him and abiding him is going to be easy or that it's free from conflict. What he's saying is, is that he meets you right in your brokenness and he lifts you up. Even the dark places that you've shut off, the places that nobody has access to, he's there and he's waiting for you to give you rest. You can trust the heart of Jesus because he is gentle and he is lowly. That means the further you go deep, 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 there's never a place where he isn't already there waiting to lift you up. This is why when Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It seems oxymoronic. It doesn't make sense. But I love the way that Dane Ortland in his book called Gentle and Lowly based off this passage the way that he describes it. Listen to this. He says this, his yoke is kind and his burden is light. That is, his yoke is a non-yoke and his burden is a non-burden. What helium does to a balloon, Jesus' yoke does to his followers. We are buoyed along in life by his endless gentleness and supremely accessible loneliness. He doesn't simply meet us at our place of need. He lives in our place of need. He never tires of sweeping us into his tender embrace. It is his very heart. It is what gets him out of bed in the morning. So friends, hear me clearly if you are tired. And heavy laden. And moms, this morning, as you have felt the pressure of a year that is crazy, I want to invite you to come to Jesus. And when you come to Jesus, his promises he will give to you rest. Rest. And then I want to encourage you to walk with Jesus. Attach yourself to him. Put his yoke on you because that yoke doesn't weigh you down. It's the yoke that picks you up. He is gentle and lowly, which means he lifts you when you're at your deepest, darkest place. Oh, my friends, you can trust his heart. That his promise is good. I don't know exactly what's happening, but I know if we can. Can I get a head nod? We're tired. It's been a long season of uncertainty and craziness. And so my encouragement to you, every single one of you, and all of the mothers in the room, rest in Jesus. Come to him. Walk with him. And trust that his heart is gentle and lowly. He'll be there. He does the heavy lifting. You can trust him. Let's pray together. Father, thank you in this moments that we've had with your word. You've been so good to us, God. I want to pray right now. Father, over every mother in the room, every mother streaming, every mother who's watching even at a later date, Father, that you will fill them with your comfort. You'll fill them with your spirit in fresh new ways so that they experience rest. God, help them come to you. Help them not see the the hoops that people want them to jump through. God, help them to not rely upon themselves. Help them simply come to you and walk with you because your, oh God, your yoke, it's kind. It lifts us up. It doesn't tear us down. And your burden is, it's light as we attach ourselves to you in the simplicity of the day of crying out to you. God, walk with us so that we can learn even more deeply your heart, that you are gentle and you are lowly. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you need to speak to anybody this morning, We've got folks out at Connections, or or you can text the word CONNECT to 40777 and share any prayer requests that you may have or any concern you may have or get more information. And I'm just so grateful that on this Mother's Day, you chose to worship with us here. And my prayer as we leave is simply this, to remind you, rest in Jesus. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Happy Mother's Day. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the First Orlando Podcast. For more information like our service times, location, and other contact information, be sure to visit us online at firstorlando.com. Have a great week.